Hey, pay me, bro, man. There you go. This episode this of Flop Effective Podcast is brought to you by Muzzum, M-U-Z-M-M.com. Muzzum, M-U-Z-M-M.com. Hey, man, the ultimate backpack, the ultimate travel pack. Yo, multiple travel compartments. They have one from the small joint to the big joint. Yo, get over to Muzzum, M-U-Z-M-M.com, and look at the bags. And also, when you get to check out, put in promo code D-J-S-O-F-L-Y-Y for 20% off, okay? D-J-S-O-F-L-Y-Y for 20% off, all right? Let's start the show. September 19th, um, Thursday, early Thursday, what is it, 2.49 in the morning, I just got done mixing down some beats, making some beats, working on some projects, um, sending out some emails, doing what I do, man, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm always working around the clock, took a quick nap earlier, and now I'm back to it, so um, took y'all back on it, Southside Kiki, 1997, classic track, um, Let's see, what's going on with me? Uh, what I got going on this week? I got a lot going on on this episode. Uh, well, more so venting than anything else, but just, I'm just tired of people fucking with me, man. Let's, um, let's go to a situation. Let's, um, let's see, where do I want to start? Okay, so, remember I told you guys I hadn't seen my son in like six months, okay? Now, fast forward to me seeing him, blah, 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 he's not in the same school that he was before, and then I come to find out why he's not in the same school that he was before. It's because his mother picked him up. And uh, long story short, little nigga had a broken leg, bro. Had a broken leg. I mean, this was months ago. It didn't just happen. You know, which another issue is why wouldn't you hit me up and let me know my son had a broken leg? But, you know, that's another discussion for another day. You know, we talked about it, whatever. So uh, to add to that. The principal of that school, now mind you, this is a school that I grew up in when I was younger. I went, I'm not going to say the name because I don't want to, you know, put it on too much blast, I guess. But this was a grade school I went to that I had, like, a lot of respect for. And they started to fall off as a school uh, as time went on. You know, not attendance wasn't there, this and that. 
uh, whatever. And so when my son got of age, of course, I was like, man, put him in that school. One, it was an all-black school. They focused a lot on black history. They focused a lot on uh, instilling things within the children to let you know about yourself and who you are and uh, what do you want to do in life and you can do anything in the world, etc. You know what I'm saying? So, of course, I wanted him to go there. And in the midst of me and her not communicating, um, you know, when I didn't see my son and I couldn't see my son, um, this situation happens. He he gets a broken leg. Now, mind you, I didn't know about that, but the principal of the school was steady, hit me in my inbox asking me, you know, about unpaid tuition and this and that. Now, being the type of guy that I am, I never signed any papers dealing with tuition or anything because I'm not going to be liable for that shit just in case, hence a situation like this. So, which I had to talk bad to her, um, eventually because she kept hitting me up about unpaid tuition and i told her i said yo you hitting me up about the unpaid tuition when his his mother is the one that signs the contract for the tuition you feel what i'm saying so why aren't you hitting her up but to come to find out she's not hitting her up about the tuition because what of the situation so she hits me up knowing i don't know anything about it thinking i'm going to carry her envelope with some money in it which is fucked up man that's not cool that's not how you do business that's not how you do somebody that um, went to that school as a, a kid and grew up in that school and you know etc man like I don't that, that that's that's foul man that's very foul um she steady you know hit me up in my Facebook inbox talking this and talking that so I just had to remove her man like it, it's a damn shame and this is a woman that you know I knew when I was a little kid you know kind of raised me up as a little as a little kid in school the principal of the school had a lot of respect for her but, as, uh, you know, at this point, I ain't got no respect for you, man. Why wouldn't you just be real with me and tell me what the fuck was going on with my kid, you know, from from the get-go? And then why are you going to hit me up on the back end trying to get tuition that his mother hasn't paid because you knew that I didn't know anything about it? So you were just looking for an envelope at the end of the day, looking for a check, which is foul, man. Moving right along. Quit fucking with me. So remember what I told y'all about my eye infection I had and I was off work for two weeks with the doctor's orders, etc. Go back to work. I took the doctor's notice in a month ago, right? Three days ago, I get a write-up. I get brought into the office and get wrote up. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's for them dates. And I asked the lady, well, how are you going to write me up for having a doctor's notice that says I'm contagious, I can't see, and I cannot be at work for until this day? Make it make sense, bro. Make it make fucking sense. Which she couldn't even give me a reason why I was getting right up. She just told me to take it up with the union. Which I did. I went to the union and, you know, gave my paperwork, this and that. But it's like, man, these jobs, you know, thank God for jobs and thank God for money and all that to bank the money. But at the same time, it's like, you never know what somebody going through. And they might be one instance away from snapping. You feel what I'm saying? One instance away from snapping because you fucking with them. Now, I got all my paperwork in order. Now, mind you, too. My FMLA paperwork, FMLA been giving me the blues about taking care of my grandma and this and that, whatever. They gonna hit me up talking about uh, grandparents aren't covered under the FMLA thing. But they lying because earlier this year, my grandma had surgery. I had an FMLA case on her. So it's like, where's the loophole of somebody lying? I know my bad, man. I got to turn the phone off. Sorry. 
where is the loophole of, you know, of what y'all lying about, bro? Like, why won't y'all just approve this shit? Why are y'all giving me the runaround and then want to say grandparents aren't covered? I just had my grandparent covered. That's why I'm renewing the case. Then it took forever for me to even get a response. I've been trying to get a response from FMLA since June. Since June. The doctor's been sending everything over, blah, 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 all this and that. But finally, I get a response when my shop st steward of the union faxes over the same paperwork. Something ain't right, man. Quit fucking with me. Then we can take it a step further. Get a letter in the mail that I got to go to court for some city taxes, right? Not that I've not been paying my taxes. It's for some bullshit, man. Okay, so I live in the city and I was working in the county for two years, right? So they hit me talking about I was supposed to pay an extra 1% of my earnings to taxes for working in the county and living in the city. My job was supposed to take out an extra 1%, which they didn't. How the hell is that my fault? So now, y'all want to bring me in and go to court for an extra $1,000 that I owe y'all. I'm tired of paying taxes, bro. <laughs> Federal taxes, city taxes, getting raped, bro. Getting fucking raped, man. You look at that year to date of what you made, and then you look at how much taxes came out, bro. Check me looking good before taxes come out. So now I got to go and pay y'all some more money. Like, it just doesn't make sense, man. Quit fucking with me. Which leads me to another point, man. And just on some real shit about people. Uh, just speaking to people, you know. Um, mental prisons are real. So anytime you're going through a situation... Um, a lot of situations, I mean, going back to back or some, you know, things building up on you, you got to understand that it's just a season. It's just a phase. Like, don't dwell on it too much to where it gets you depressed and gets you down because depression is real. And we know that. Uh, rest in peace to that pastor that um, he committed suicide um, not too long ago, man, due to depression, this and that. You know, he was a pastor uplifting people. Um, also, this is uh, Suicide Awareness Month. And anybody battling depression or anything like that, man, if you want to write in and you need somebody to talk to, bro, I'll straight call you, man. You know what I'm saying? So hit the email, tfpfeedback at gmail.com, tfpfeedback at gmail.com, or hit me on my social media, at djsoflyy. And if you need somebody to talk to, it's all good. Or if you prefer, you can also call the, uh, the suicide prevention line, which is 1-800- 273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-TALK. Talk is 8255. And uh, just want to let people know, man, it's real. Everybody going through something. Everybody got something they going on, man. I got a lot going on. What what I just told y'all within this last week or so, all them things hit me back to back to back. You know what I'm saying? And my job just giving me the blues, but it's like, I'm not tripping off that shit, bro. I'm not dwelling on it. Um, I got some unbreakable faith, man, and I'm, I'm gonna just let y'all know, like, I don't worry about stuff like that because, man, my, my, my future isn't in their hands at that job. My future is in God's hands. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not worried about it at all. Um, but yeah, man, just, I want to encourage people, man, just have some unbreakable faith, man, and, and be able to just move past what you got going on and think past what you got going on. Don't dwell on it too much. I know a lot of situations are more severe than others, but, you know, just just think past what you got going on 
and 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 dwell on positive things that you do have going on in life. You feel what I'm saying? And you'll make it through, man. You're strong. You're a warrior. You're built for a miracle. Good things are coming your way. Good breaks are coming your way. And ultimately, things will be okay. No matter what it looked like, no matter what the situation is, things will be okay. You know what I'm saying? And think about it, man. There's always somebody doing way worse than you. Every day I leave out for work, I see a couple. Uh, it's a, like a lady in a wheelchair with no legs and then a, like an a older dude uh, with a bicycle. And they, they find like shelter within this car wash that's by my house like it's like you know the car washes you would drive up and you would put the change in the machine you could spray your car down and wash it down and shit like that yeah they find um like shelter in those so they just be in there they be laying down inside of that motherfucker man and it just be like crazy to just see th certain things like that man and just while we dwelling with all the things that we got going on in life and you thinking it's so bad in your end it's people out here that don't even have a roof over their head. It's people out here that don't have a dime to their name, don't even know how they going to have the next meal. I was at the gas station the other day. Little young cat was standing outside the gas station. He was begging for money. But, you know, when I when I got there, he was like, yo, bro. He was like, I'm going to try and get some money to get to school. I missed my bus and this and that, so I'm trying to catch the bus. So I was just like, man, hey, I don't know, bro. <laughs> I'm going to be real. Double-edged sword. It was like... I give you a ride. Then I thought, well, no, cause this little nigga might set me up, bro. <laughs> I got the yapper and the whip, but I don't know, man. This little these little niggas out here be wildin', but I ain't had nothing to give them, cause I only had a card. But you know, it just should be wild out here, man. Speaking of wild, man, I saw uh, the other day, man. Rest in peace to this young uh, three-year-old. He discovered his um, parents' gun or his father's gun, and uh, you know, killed himself. You know, uh, when he got a hold to the gun, three year, three years old, man, and it struck me because I have a three year old son, and I I remember thinking about these same type of things, like when you know having a kid, like yo, I gotta make sure my gun is in areas where he can't get to it. You know what I'm saying? I always, you know, thought about that type of stuff because beforehand I would just leave it out free. It'd be on my dresser or under my bed or you know just kind of out in the house. But now it's like I got a three year old. And at any time, this little dude can just walk around and do whatever the hell. So I got to make sure it's put up to where he can't even get to the gun. You feel me? But it's ironic because the father of that uh, three-year-old that, that was killed, uh, that killed himself on accident, um, I knew him, man. And we, we worked together when I worked at this hotel when I was a valet. Um, and um, it, it was crazy to see them put his picture up there as the father. And, you know, he got arrested and this and that. And... They're holding him on, um, I think, a hundred thousand dollars bond, uh, cash only. So, um, you know, that's what ten thousand. But still, I mean, you know, I don't know what his financial situation looked like or his family situation. But that's a that's a high mark, you know, to be even able to like get out to even go to your own son's funeral. You know what I'm saying? Like he'll miss his own son's funeral uh, because he's locked up. And I, I want to say some other people told me too that the mother got locked up as well, man. And that's sad, you know, they won't even be able to see their son's funeral, I mean, not negating anything that happened, of course, that gun should have been put up, of course, you know, that should have been, if provision was on it, but a safety, but someone was telling me a 40 cal doesn't have a safety on it or something like that, I'm not sure how true that is, but, you know, it's just sad, you know, all the way, all the, all the way around the board, man, and that shit happens 
way too more like common than we think as far as kids finding guns and they either shooting themselves or shooting shooting somebody else around them like a kid or something like that man it's sad on top of you know st louis lately it's like a black cloud has been around st louis with children every time you look in the news there are children being killed killed in crossfires or shot at basketball games or a football game or you know or hey you see a news uh 13 year old was shot killed and this and that a guy uh that i know through uh through dean matter of fact his stepson was killed you know i think he was like 14 or something or 16 something like that you know so it's like lately man it's been a black cloud around st louis when it come to children and um it's sad it's uh really sad man that's why i really uh I hold mine near and dear to me, you know what I'm saying? Even though I don't get to see my one son, um, Clayton, you know, I don't get to see him. You know, I told you guys before about that situation. And, you know, he'll be, I want to say he'll be 11 in December. And it's, um, you know, it's sad. You know, I don't get to see him and all that. But, you know, I I pray for him every day. You feel me? Every day. And um, I'm praying for you and yours as well, man. So, we got to be more aware of um, our kids, the surroundings, and the things that they're doing. And also, if you got firearms in the house, man, make sure that firearm is put up. Make sure that firearm has the safety on it. Um, I told a female friend of mine the other day, because she has a gun, and I told, and she got like kids that are older, so they can like climb up and get the stuff or go into stuff. I told her, man, keep the gun in one spot and probably keep the clip in a whole different spot. You feel me? Because... You know, you know, they get a hold to it. You know, you never know what happened. Also, educate. You got grown kids, you know, that's older than like five or or seven or something like that. Educate them. Let them know what a gun is. Let them know it's not um, a plaything. Let them know the damage that a gun can do and let them know, like, you don't touch this gun. You don't you don't pick this gun up. If you see this gun, you do not pick it up. Um, It's just. It's just unfortunate, man. Uh, rest in peace to that uh, that little three-year-old, man. And um, to my guy Rodney, man, hold your head, brother. Kanye West Sunday service. It's been popping on social media, man. And it's um, it's pretty dope. Um, at first, I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what was going on. I just would hear stuff about Sunday service with Kanye and this and that or whatever, which was cool. And um, I recently... Got to see the whole service when he went to Newt Birth Church in Atlanta. Shout out to Dr. Jamal Bryant, who is a phenomenal pastor. It's one of my favorite pastors for the past, I don't know, maybe like five years. I've been listening to Jamal Bryant's sermons, uh, even when he was back in Baltimore. That's neither here nor there. But they brought Kanye West Sunday service to Newt Birth Church in Atlanta, and it was crazy. That, that church was packed for one, and the songs were just crazy like it was more like a concert you know what i mean and he took genuine's so anxious and they wrote a song to that called souls anchored gospel version hold on let me play a little clip
now you can't tell me that's not a smooth record, man. That's 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 a really smooth gospel record, man. He took genuine so anxious and turned that into Soul's Anchor. There was also another track they did. Uh, I saw. Uh, I forget the name of it. It was another like a R and B song he did, and they uh, turned into that. And also Kanye gets on the uh, keyboard and he starts. Um, he does the ultra light beam. I don't know if you guys know from the uh, was that the Yeezus album. He does the ultra light beam. Uh, they do. They sing that, and they also do the uh, what's the one? Uh, higher, higher, dun, 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 higher, dun, dun, so whatever. So he gets the, the 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 sample from that, and he you know plays the beginning when she's talking about it being a Hebrew tongue or the word higher. You know, just go look it up, man. It's crazy. Uh, that soul's anchored. I ain't gonna lie. It sent chills to my body with them lyrics. Whew. And then he announced the album. I think it was called Jesus is King, if I'm not mistaken. That's the new album he's coming out with. So, I, I, I think it's cool. I like it. You know what I'm saying? Um, beside all the stuff he was saying about Trump a while ago and this and that, um, we can't knock that this dude is a musical genius <laughs> and his music is fire and he's able to ship the culture. And as with anything that comes out, man, I did see a lot of hate. People were hating on Kanye and saying, oh, he does anything for a check, this and the third. And I'm thinking like, well, how much you think, you know, uh, New Birth paid him to come out? That's Kanye West. If he could book for a show, it's probably a couple hundred thousand. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I doubt the church is paying him that much. Just like the other joints that he did when he did stuff for free, you know, when he's in Chicago, other places. I don't think I don't think Kanye doing for a, a, a fee. You know, I mean? of course you can book him, I believe, but I don't think he's just out to get a bag. You know what I'm saying? I don't think I don't think that's what it is at all. That man has enough money to where he can tour around the world and perform for free if he wants to on his dime. You know what I'm saying? So I don't I don't I don't think the Kanye is just doing it for a bag. But if you haven't checked it out, please go and check it out. Just YouTube Kanye West Sunday service, and you'll see a lot of dope clips and uh, a lot of stuff, man. All right, before we get up out of here, I'm going to answer a couple emails, because uh, I haven't been answering the emails for real. Some questions. Let me get to it. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, this one, one I picked out. This comes from P Pretty Deal 13. Um, it says, yo, have you ever been curved by somebody the day before or right before a date? I was really excited to go on a date with this guy, but right before the date, he canceled on me, which made me feel kind of bad. Listen to the show, blah, 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 okay, uh, well, yeah, she didn't say anonymous, so, yeah, pretty deal 13, right on, um, have I been curved before a date, like right before, oh, yeah, 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 hell yeah, I remember one time, it was this one chick, a uh, very beautiful woman, um, I had, some uh, floor seats at the uh, the, the Cardinals, the, the baseball Cardinals game. No, nah, was it floor seats or was it box seats? This might have, this was like three, four years ago. But I think it was either the floor seats, like really, right, really in front of, you know, either way it was balling as fuck. Either we was right in front of the home plate or something like that, down at the bottom on the field type seats, or we was in a VIP, um, like skybox type of joint where it had the uh, the food, the liquor, all that shit was included. One of the two. So I hit her up because I was interested in her. And we used to talk back and forth or whatever. We used to, used to talk back in the day like instant messenger or some shit like that. I don't know. But um, yeah, hit her up. I'm like, yo, I got the tickets to this, this, and that. Like, you want to come through? 
uh, you know, be my date for the, you know, the game, blah, blah. She's like, yeah, that's cool, da, da, da. So I'm like, all right, cool. So, I, you know, we was texting up until that, whatever, whatever. And then that day come, I hit her up, like, earlier that morning, like, yo, what's up? You know, she didn't reply. I'm like, what the fuck? So the game started, I don't know, that evening. Long story short, uh, I'm trying to think. Did she not hit me up or did she hit me up and say she wasn't feeling well? I think she hit up early in the day and said she wasn't feeling good or something. And I said, well, do you still want to go to the game or something like that? And she was like, yeah, I still want to go. But I think, like, right before it happened, that's when she either canceled on me or I didn't hear from her. You know what I'm saying? And I had to improvise and then bring another shorty to the to the game. But, yeah, I remember that. And I was just trying to, like, go all out because a homegirl was fine as hell. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, she curved me. You know, curved the hell out of me. And I had some balling-ass seats. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, hey, shout-out to Bianca. <laughs> oh, and before I forget, when I keep running into one of my exes at the gym all the time. Like, I done run into her, like, three times. And uh, it's pretty weird. But at the same time, it's like, I don't fucking know. This was a woman. We were chatting up. We went to high school together. Very beautiful woman. Very accomplished, but... It's just like, between me and her, it was like, can't get right. Just the, you know, overall, I don't know what was going on. And, um, yeah, so it ended and all that. And then, like, a while later, I'm seeing her at the gym, like, randomly and stuff like that. It's just, wow. Like, do I ever see y'all exes out in public and then it'd be, like, weird? I don't know. It's a weird thing because, of course, I'm obligated to speak. Of course, I want to speak. I'm not. We didn't end on no bad blood. So, yeah, I speak or whatever like that. But, you know, I know she blocked me from hitting her up and shit like that, which she was just upset that I wasn't trying to go in the same direction as she was. But I will say she's one of the first people to ever, like, encourage me on my journey as far as, like, what I wanted to do in life as far as, you know, producing or, uh, you know, doing this podcast. She was very supportive, and I thank her for that. You know, things just didn't work out between us. But it's just weird that I see her randomly at the gym. And I can tell she don't want to speak. But I still speak, you know. But, um, you know, you got to remember people that come in your life and give you positive notes about what they see in you and your talents and this and that and being supportive, man. So, I mean, things didn't work out between us. But, hey, I still thank her, you know, for being supportive. Just things didn't work out. All right, another question we got from Anonymous. Wrote in the subject, Anonymous. Uh, let's see. Yo, question. My girlfriend and I have been together for almost two years, and it's to the point now to where she doesn't want to even be intimate with me anymore. Our day-to-day -day interactions are cool, but I could tell something else is weird as far as, like, she doesn't do what she usually does. She used to call me on her break at work or call me or text me back at immediately, but now she doesn't. Do you have any advice for me? Because I'm not sure what's going on, and it's like things are changing, and I don't know what to do. Uh, man, I'll be real, man. I went through this in my last relationship. It was like everything was sweet. Everything was cool. There were different patterns, okay? What you got to realize is in relationships, there are patterns, right? On both ends, you know, so there are patterns of, hey, like you say in the email that she will call you on your on her break or text you back really fast. Now she's not texting back fast enough or not calling you on a break. That's a pattern. That's that's showing a pattern change. Maybe you, you said something about intimacy. That's a pattern change. So, <clears throat> um, yeah, I went there before 
and I was just being naive to the fact because I was just giving her the benefit of the doubt. Like, you know, maybe it's just a tough time or maybe, you know, she didn't want some space at the time, but cool, this and that third. But at the same time, I was being led on. You know what I'm saying? I was in a situation where I thought me and this woman was going to get married. You know what I'm saying? And I'm my dumb ass, I didn't went to the... The, the, the what is it the uh, jewelry store the Jared jewelry store got a line of credit you know of, of uh, you know what 15,000 or something like that just to you know hey whenever I get the ring I'm gonna propose you know what I'm saying I even bought a ring at one time you know what I'm saying but at the same time the patterns were changing up it went from because <clears throat> she lived kind of far away so it went from her living like coming on the weekends to like being in my house or whatever you know what I'm saying? And she would be here, you know what I'm saying? I had a key, whatever. It went from that to, oh, I'm going to stay at my friend's house and I'll get up with you tomorrow. Or it went from, you know, me and her talking all the time to not really talking too much. You know, shit like that, man. So it's like you got to notice the pattern changes before they even happen and before a motherfucker even does what they do to, and then your feelings are just hurt because you might need to be in a situation where you want to kind of pull back and you want to accept what's going on at the time because when they hit you like a ball of shit like it hit me you're gonna be heartbroken bro and fellas we all go through heartbreaks so we all go through heartbreaks but uh yeah it's gonna it's gonna hurt so you need to prepare yourself because it sounds like that's and like the same thing with me it sounds like there's separation being made and then a motherfucker just gonna pull back and then flip the script on your ass you gotta realize the patterns you know um if you're able to salvage it then go ahead and salvage it but at the same time don't try to put your all in trying to make something work that's not going to work because at the end of the day, when people are done, they're done. You feel me? And, um, yeah, you got to just realize the patterns. I'll take it a step further, man. One time I was working with a chick and uh, we start dating and getting cool and all this and whatever, getting hot and heavy and all that, you know, smacking bellies, whatever that you know you do. And this is why you shouldn't mess with people you work with or at least have feelings for them because I was put in a situation where she decided to flip the script and then it's like, now you want to be in front of me doing some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you want to be in front of me flirting with motherfuckers. And it's like, bruh, in one instance, you telling me you love me and this, that, and the third. And then I see you over here with this nigga that's trying to spit some game because he just want to fuck. You know what I'm saying? Just like, you got to notice people's patterns, bro. And you got to understand that, you know, you can't always be there to like try to make somebody happy because if that's not what they want that's not what they want you can buy a motherfucker the world but if they're not fucking with you like that they're not fucking with you like that there's things you gotta learn you know what i'm saying so again i'm gonna say it again to you don't ignore the patterns man and, and protect yourself protect your energy and your peace at all costs because that shit can cause your ass to go through depression and go crazy but you gotta prepare yourself right now because it sounds like shorty just trying to make an exit strategy and one thing I will say, I've, I've been through this a few times where, well, not a few. I say, yeah, a few, which is two, right? A two is a few, whatever. But when they when they bow out and they be done and you, you still trying to do this and that, they get real disrespectful, man. They get real fucking disrespectful. So you might just want to prepare yourself, man, and, and not end up in a heartbreak or, you know what I'm saying, or none of that. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't encourage trying to go out and buy a motherfucking some crazy shit or something that to show that you appreciate and you love her. Don't do that. That's a no-no as well. Because when they gone, they're going to be gone. They're going to take that shit you bought with them. <laughs> so, hey, hopefully I can help you. And hopefully it's all good. But, um, what am I, 32 minutes in? I'm going to wrap it up. You know what I'm saying? Uh, We're going to do it like that for this episode of the Flop Perspective Podcast. 
Any questions, comments, or concerns, send it to tfpfeedback at gmail.com. That's tfpfeedback at gmail.com. And we gonna ride out like this. Shout out my girl, Bianca Bad. Hit her up on Instagram at B-I-A-N-C-E underscore B-A-D-D. Detroit Stand Up. It's her new hit. It's called Why You Acting Like a Bitch? Fly Perspective Podcast. This nigga actin' like he on his menstrual I don't care if you got hoes and you get dough How you the man, but you actin' like a bitch, though Boy, why you actin' like a bitch? You act more like a bitch than a bitch Boy, why you actin' like a bitch? You act more like a bitch than a bitch Boy, you know I'm bound sick of you You like walk around complaining And that's the shit that bitches do Don't tell me what your friends think Cause them niggas some bitches too Like a bitch than a bitch, boy.